Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. During the 2017 NFL Draft, the Saints made some amazing decisions. Well, now you can make an amazing decision of your own. Sign up to become an annual Saints Happy Hour Fan Club patron before October 1st and save 10% off the monthly rate. You get access to the Saints Happy Hour daily podcast ad free no ads ever you get the saints happy hour booze bundle four swag items amazing access to our private discord channel where you can talk saints 24 7 what are you waiting for this great offer ends october 1st go to saintshappyhour.com to save 10 percent today once again that's saintshappyhour.com this is sean payton head coach of the new orleans saints what's with this saints happy cast this has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Thanks for joining us. It is a disaster, and I'm not just talking about the Saints secondary. This podcast, we had audio, video, everything issues. But we're here. We're live. Thanks for joining us. Um, Dave, your dream of the hotline becoming magnificent is a reality. It is happening. Uh, So, Dave... Let's start out with the thing that can make anything better, and that's beer. What are you drinking tonight? Oh, thanks for asking. Uh, actually, I'm drinking. I got to look it up because I took a picture and then I I threw the can away. Uh, I am drinking. This is a collaboration. This is from Other Half, and it was a collaboration with a bunch of Southern breweries, including Burial, The Vale, Jay Wakefield, and. Uh, Broussard, Louisiana's own parish brewing. And uh, so this is an Imperial IPA. I believe it's 9.5% alcohol. It's called Double Fantasy RPG. All the beers from this collection uh, seem... That's why I don't like the background. The background... There we go. All the beers from this collection had like a uh, video game theme. Uh, So (laughs) as a child of the 80s, it was uh, doubly enjoyable. So, you, Speaking of video games, did you watch that Netflix documentary on the history of video games? Yes, I have watched that. What was uh, it called? Uh, I don't remember. There's a couple, there's really a, good. There's a couple of docs on Netflix yeah. uh, about video games or like toys in the 80s and that kind of stuff. I've watched all that stuff. Yeah, I love all that stuff. Yeah. I was a big He-Man guy. As was I, actually. <laughs> um so i I have some break i have some news uh we can hope and pray that hopefully we have davenport back this week so i'm excited andrew the pass rush might not be total trash i don't believe it i don't believe i don't that that sounds like uh wishful thinking at best (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm not sure that Marcus Two First is a real person and that he exists. It's been so long since he's been on the field. I, I can't even tell you what he looks like anymore. By the way, I think. Oh my God, Ralph is. Oh Jesus, this is a disaster. <laughs> what is um, it? <laughs> you've got this petrified look on. It's in your eyes, Ralph. <laughs> The fear. I think you need to let everybody know where, where did this where did this Marcus Two First nickname come from? Did that start in in on our Discord? I think so. Yes, yeah, so you got Not everybody listening knows that that's Davenport's new nickname, Marcus Two Firsts. Oh my God, Ralph, we can't hear you, buddy. We we can't I, mu- I muted myself. Is the, is the chat room? People are people are saying all they can hear is me. 
Is that correct? Well, that's that's uh, well, one person said that. Yeah, oh. only person I hear is Ralph. Great. <laughs> Are you recording? Can you guys hear me right now as I speak, or can you hear Dave? Awesome. This is this is going great. It's it's going great. So, but here's the th here's the thing. Here's the thing with this with this defense, Andrew. And I, I said in my column on Channel Four to the, today is, is oh by the way, thanks, Dave. Tell tell everybody in the Discord channel that Eric Paulson just owned me this morning. Yeah. On the morning. Every everyone says they can hear us. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So Ralph, uh, you know, this was this is Ralph's. I, I, I take notes when I, I watch these videos. I, I take notes. You know, Andrew watches the game film. He watches the all twenty-two uh, of the Saints. You know, the next day I do my Monday morning quarterback thing, and I take notes and watch the film for Ralph's uh, interviews with Eric Paulson. And uh, I gotta say, Ralph, Ralph, round one last week went to Paulson, and uh, I gotta say, thought now, bro. <laughs> Thought Malbro might make a strong showing week two. Come back. No, no, no. Oh no, he is down now. Two nothing. Uh, no, I. Know, Ralph, where Ralph, did you watch this? Did you watch this live? No, you know you watch it on his. Uh, you can go to his column, his Monday morning column, uh, and they always attach the video to the top of well, his can column. Can you fill me in on why he lost? Like, what? Well, how, how did? I, I am. If you would just be patient, I'm getting there right now. All right. Um, he, uh, Ralph made a joke that he would put a bag on his head if the Saints lost to Detroit. And, uh, Paulson was quick to say, uh, actually our producers had recommended that, uh, uh to me. Yeah. <laughs> Walked right into it like a bird yeah. flying into a glass window. I mean, that, you just tossed up a grapefruit there. There was the something hits. else. Wait, there was something else too, where he, uh, he had another kind of a gotcha. Uh, I forgot what it was. Just, anyway, uh, you oh yeah, my phone rang. My my alarm went off. <laughs> Your phone went off in the middle of the interview. It was all downhill, man. I was like, I was like Janoris oh. Jenkins. There's just penalty flags everywhere. He wasted no time pointing out your. Uh, so your essentially, not... his uh, audio issues are not mutually exclusive to this podcast only. Nope. 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 His fa his failures happen everywhere. By the way, I am drinking uh, a beer that was sent to me by our patron, Nick. Uh, and this is a wit beer, uh, so kind of like a Hogarden or you know, something like that. Uh, very, very tasty. I think uh, it's the official. I think that's. I think I'm down making this the official Saints Happy Hour beer, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my cat, my cat just <laughs> fell off the. Never mind. Uh. So I want to talk about um, – we have so much to talk about with this defense. But I, I want to talk about tonight, guys, Andrew, the sound for, for Peyton tonight, at, the, at the press conference today, he was surly as hell. You know, the fun Sean Payton of being on Twitter and doing all that, that's gone when they lose. He is back to being surly asshole Sean Payton. And uh, – did, I, I want you to listen to his um, talk about the deep shots that Drew Brees didn't take. And this is classic Peyton, I think, explaining to the media like they're a bunch of two-year-olds why the Saints didn't throw the ball downfield. I think last week there were two plays specifically where had we had the, the protection clean like we wanted, he's going to make a... a He's got two, two real good opportunities, but he's hurried. He's got to get off his spot. Shoot, this week in practice, I thought we threw the ball. He threw the ball down the field as, as, as well as I've, I've ever seen him. We got a lot more yeah, coverage right. last night. Look, they're playing a real good complimentary game right now. When I say that is a little bit of rope-a-dope on defense where they're going to keep the ball in front of them. We're going to have to be patient and execute sometimes the underneath passing game, but a little bit more split safety, a little bit more shell last night, which makes it a little bit harder then to get those shots down the field. I mean, the touchdown pass, uh, it was in the red area, but the Dino post that, that he throws to Emmanuel was outstanding. That was a, right at the end of the half. I think those big play opportunities each week we're looking for, we have up in the script, but I wouldn't say coming off of the game last night there were those. Uh, I think last night we, we got a little bit more of a, a softer zone coverage, which, which 
has forced him to go appropriately to the to the underneath throws. Yeah, I mean that just sounds like shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. To me, am I am I wrong? I don't know. That also sounds like a carefully constructed excuse for his for his boy. Well, he yeah. he pointed out the touchdown pass. I I think we mentioned it on our yeah that last was a dart. The game. That was a that was a good throw. That, that was, was a, a good throw. Dart. Yeah. You know, I was listening to the pardon my take guys this morning, and they noted, and I think I kind of agree with them. They noted it looked like there were a couple of times where Drew like kind of like cocked his shoulder and looked like he was going to maybe go downfield. You know, Andrew, I wanted you to, when you I don't know if you've looked at it already, but I mean. I don't know if this is an issue with Drew Brees not being able to throw downfield. I'm wondering if this is an issue of there's just nobody open. Like he, our receivers are just not getting separation, and it's just not even an option for him to to get rid of that ball. Uh, so look for that. Uh, I'm curious to see. Uh, I think it's I think it's a combination of lack of confidence and so you know the thing about Brees is he throws with anticipation, right? And so a lot of times. I mean, he trusts no one more implicitly than Michael Thomas. And so a lot of times with Michael Thomas, he the ball is being released as Thomas is breaking out of his route, right? So he's expecting him to be at a certain spot, and he is already in his windup, and he's already releasing the ball, knowing where Michael Thomas is going to be. And he just doesn't have that with Sanders and Traquan. And he, I think he, I think part of it is they're not open, but part of it he's second-guessing, like, do I really let this fly and risk a turnover right now? Because is is Emmanuel Sanders going to be in that exact spot? Can I actually trust that? Is Traquan is Traquan really know what he's fucking doing out here? You know. So I think there's a little bit of that going on. I agree. Is it? But here's here's the thing though. This the offense was to my you know we talked about it on the the Blue Monday show and. Dave mentioned it. Look, they scored 30, so there's not there's not so many problems with it. Is this whole bullshit with air yards? The Saints are 37 and 11 the last three years. I wanted to now, but isn't it just sort of like the the so-called experts have been beating the Saints over fans over the head with it? Now they're panicked over this thing that last year no one gave a shit about it. Like when they were rolling, they were scoring 40 against San Francisco. And it's just the fucking stat nerds have beat it in their heads and people are convinced of it and it doesn't matter. I don't know that it doesn't matter. I mean, first of all, I don't know if any of you are watching Mahomes and what he did to the Ravens in that first half. And especially when we were this close to drafting him. Uh I mean, I don't know how you can't watch that first half and be like, holy shit, I want that as my quarterback, based on what you said. The the first thing I'll say about the Saints offense is, any way you slice it, I mean, I believe that it's an effective way to play where you can win, but it's definitely not exciting compared to some of the other offenses out there. I mean, I'll say that. like You watch the Packers, you watch what Aaron Rodgers is doing. I think the Saints offense is a little less fun. So I think you just have some fans that just hate it because it's not sexy, you know, and I don't personally, I like, I, I like winning. So whatever it gives the saints the best chance of winning, that's what I care about. Um, and okay, I, but, I but think we're the, also the, not winning. So well, now we're not and, <laughs> boring and we're losing, but this I is think not fun. There's an article on ESPN that's Barnwell, which is Ralph's guy and Ralph loves Barnwell's articles. But, uh, you know, I, I'll say this. I think he hit that nail on the head with a lot of stuff. And what he basically said was, look, the yards traveling in the air thing is kind of it's kind of a useless stat. You can get by with shorter yards in the air if you're completing at 80%. And so when Breeze has been at this historic clip where he's breaking records in terms of completions, he's like, the further you go down the field, the more your percentage, your completion percentage shrinks. So it's okay to be more conservative, but you just got to be highly efficient and effective. And so his thing was the first two weeks, Breeze was not accurate. He was not completing at a historic rate. So that was a concern. If he plays like he did against the Packers, where he completes 80% of his passes, then that's an efficient way to do it, and it's fine. So 
Barnwell's kind of tentative conclusion was, yeah, yeah it's fine. Breeze, it, Breeze in this game is what Breeze has been the last five years. And so, yes, I was concerned about the last two weeks. This week, it was more encouraging based on the accuracy. Okay, I mean, I said that last week after we lost. So, I mean, I've been banging that drum for the last ten fucking days. Yeah, same. <laughs> you know, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, he's but a really good player. He's going to get it together. Um, was this was this Emmanuel Sanders coming out party? Was this maybe? Uh, like I wouldn't say it's coming out party. More like a first date kind of. Like they were finally kind of feeling each other out. Like you know, maybe they they him and Breeze had some nice long looks. Maybe a little you know petting under the table. No, uh, but he looked good. Your boyfriend Dave looked good. Ladavius looked really good running the ball. So the whole the running. The running game as a whole looked really good. Uh, I, I agree with what Andrew said. I would have liked to see them run like 5% more. Not not much more, but maybe like 5% more. I think that's a good number. I I, uh, I, I picture someone listening to us for the first time right now and just thinking, well, they just called him Ladavius. Well, they, these guys are idiots. They don't know. They, they, don't, know anything. <laughs> they, don't, they don't even know Latavius. Our, our show is just... It's getting to the point where it's it might be more inside jokes about the podcast than actual Saints talk. It's like impossible to get new listeners at this point because you have no idea what the what's going on. Are. Not true. Not true, Dave. We're gonna have we're gonna have over forty two thousand listeners this month. That's not true. It's not accurate. I mean, and I, oh, by I, the way, has I, anybody heard our ad that we're running on Spotify? We decided to set a pile of money on fire. And run an ad on Spotify. Has anyone heard it that listens in Spotify? Probably not. Well, first of all, first of all, if you the if the people that are listening to the podcast right now have heard your ad, you've wasted money advertising to the people that already know. Accurate. That. Accurate. But people listen. I hear they got people that are like, I listen on the live stream, then I listen again. So, you know, it could happen. Uh, After your shit audio on this one nobody's gonna be repeating <laughs> no it's, it's this audio this audio well, is I, a I fucking like, we're not gonna get new people because it's all inside jokes we're not this i sound pro i probably sound like i'm underwater but you know listen people andrew they are panicked about cam jordan first time since 2011 he went the first three games without a sack sean payton he didn't make me feel bad better necessarily about cam jordan but when he talked about him today i didn't feel worse well he's getting a lot of doubles he's getting a lot of chips you know and and that's challenging always when when you're playing over there at left end or right end and so you're, you're counting on everyone else but uh, but i think that, that look he plays with such energy you know he's a guy that's got great stamina uh, obviously the, the first three weeks he hadn't had the production maybe that we're accustomed to seeing but there's an element of that that you credit the teams you're playing. What, Andrew? I didn't. That didn't make me. I like. That wasn't like a ringing endorsement of Cam. You're tell, you're tell, come on, man. You're I'm telling me Cam Cam Jordan has never seen a chip or a double team before. I've <laughs> <laughs> been seeing that for his whole fucking career. I'm I'm with Andrew, and here's my opinion on this situation. Uh, after many many years of of of, of dissecting this organization, I feel I feel like. Whenever there is a player, uh, a, a really high-quality player on the Saints team who's still going out there and playing, but he's not playing up to the level that, that he should be playing, it's because he's got some nagging injury. It's because he has some nagging injury. And, I mean, we, we said it before. Uh, and I'm not, I have no proof. I'm not saying I've heard anything. I have done, I'm just saying whenever, whenever at, the end of the, at the end of the season, it's always like, oh, yeah, Cam Jordan was playing with the torn uh, whatever – uh, for the last 10 games, and we never knew about it. And, I mean, let's face it. We, I, I said two weeks ago, I noted that Cam Jordan was playing in his, like, 145th straight game. He's, like, never missed a game. So a guy like that, unless it's an injury that's going to totally debilitate him and he cannot play, he's going to go out there and play. It's like that time. Remember when Shockey <laughs> was, like, limping in the locker room? He, he, he was on one leg. I just remember a reporter going to him and saying, Jeremy, Jeremy, are you uh, you gonna play this week? And he just goes, "You see me walking, don't you?" <laughs> like he's fucking Clint Eastwood or something. Yeah. 
Uh, that was back when it, that was back when the Saints used to would be like, are they sending them to the doctor for the sports hernia in Philadelphia? Like that was the injury du jour because everybody was getting it. Yeah, Those were the both, days. Yeah. Um, God, I the thing about that this was, D that was before we just decided to go ahead and misdiagnose players. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. You know, you t- you, you that's a great segue, Andrew, because Peyton is like. In his press conference today, he was like, the Green Bay was killing us with the bootleg, and I knew it was going to happen because the Raiders killed with killed us with it, and it's a copycat league. Gosh, I can't even count four or five of these nakeds where there's someone open right in the flat right now. The communication, being able to pass off and understand the motion, who's got the flat, that's the one thing that we've got to get cleaned up. The second thing, and I knew from last week with goal line or short yardage personnel down in tight, you know, we, we got beat on a couple play action passes by, by the Raiders. So those will continue to come. Opponents see that until we're able to make the adjustments and get our eyes right. And so what I mean by that, you're playing right, man to man in coverage right. and yet you're seeing a run action. You've got to be able to be disciplined enough to, to have your eyes on the right spot and, and your coverage in place. I mean, I feel like Green Bay had a thousand yards on Dude, play action first, boots. First of all, like Caden Ellis has only seen like five snaps all year. And every time he's in, it's goal line. And every time it's a bootleg to his side, they throw it to the tight end that he's supposed to pick up in the flat. And he bites too hard on the play action, and it's a touchdown. Like, literally every time Caitlin is <laughs> on the field, a tight end scores in the flat. It's freaking unbelievable. <sighs> oh, my God. I mean, but here's, here's the thing. This defense has been bad before, early in the year. Hell, in 2018. Oh. But, but, but are, you, are you more worried about this defense? And I'll start with you, Dave, because you're the king of the, the Dave Cariello panic meter, which we'll get to. Later in the podcast, it's made its triumphant return after four years of being uh, on sabbatical in in Europe. It's, it's back. Yeah. But Dave, do you feel worse about this defense than you did in 2018 when they lost to Tampa? They should have lost to Cleveland, and Matt Ryan threw for 400 yards. Do you feel worse about it now than you did then? Uh, <laughs> no, no. I mean, you know, you know, back then it was like. Those were players that we've never seen play well. Like that, they just were not good players. Like we we have guys on this team that we have seen perform that we know can can do better and be better. And that's what's so frustrating about it now is because we know that this defense should be better uh, than what we're seeing, and it's just not for some reason. So you know, there's there's the definite possibility that they can absolutely flip a switch. Um, and and make this better. And again, a lot of it, a lot of it just has to do with getting rid of the fucking penalties, playing more disciplined football, uh, not giving up so much yardage, not um, reincarnating the ghost of Brandon Browner. Um, you know, so I, I, I I'm I'm not uh, I'm not totally uh, giving up. Penalties were a theme tonight on your baby the hotline dave we'll get to that a little bit later well, but that's the thing man I, they clean up the penalties and that's look the offense that's all they got to do put up 30 points the only thing i would say about the offense is the taste of hell fumble and i'm not even one of these people that's gonna blast the play calling or criticize Taysom hill or say how can you take drew Brees out of the game i mean it's part of the saints offense and you could say maybe it's gone a little stale and predictable but i I, I'm I'm cool with that being in the offense. Yeah, I got I got a hot take on Taysom. He's fucking terrible at the read option. He never makes the right he when when they call the read option, he's never given he's always faking it and running it. Like that's what he does, and he's not good at it. But I will say we said it on the the, the the show yes last night. I think they'd have run the ball more, Andrew, if they don't have that fumble. Like they'd have had five, six, seven more carries and we'd have felt a lot better about it. Yeah, I agree. Uh I, I mean I, I question if Taysom Hill's getting enough touches, honestly. <laughs> you know, I, I question if he's being targeted enough in the passing game. Um, so yeah, it's tough. It's Look, the the bottom line, I, I think, is the offense, for the most part, 
You wish you could have had a couple plays back, maybe. Certainly the fumble. But 30 points, Drew Brees completing 80% of his passes, all that. Kamara, my God, the game Kamara had. That, 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 that's got to be good enough to win, you know, and I just I can't help but think if you just clean up the penalties that alone, if you just have those, they probably win. They're probably three and oh, right now. If, if, if you were to tell me right now that they had half the penalties that they actually committed, you cut that in half alone. They're probably three and oh, right now. Well, here's here's the thing. Wait. At least two and one. They, they get at least at one least. win. Yeah. They get at least one win. So, I, you know, I was, I was looking up, at just, the just clean up the penalties. Yeah. No, I was looking at the penalty numbers. Um, uh, you know, the one thing is, is like it's not just the penalties. It's like the differential uh, between their penalties and their opponents' penalties. You know, especially since uh, the last two games. You know, they've only their opponents have only had twenty three yards in in penalties. I mean, so far this season, the Saints. Uh, are minus 205. Uh, they've, they've, uh, is that as bad? As far as yardage is concerned, yeah. As far as yardage <laughs> is concerned, they are, they've given up 205 yards to their opponents for three games. And the only time, uh, 2015, that was the year, that was the disaster year with Brandon Browner. For the entire season, uh, they only wound up giving up 225 total yards. So the differential, so they were giving up a ton of yards, but at least their opponents were also getting flagged uh, a little bit. Uh, but this year, it's just like it's been ludicrous. Like they've the, the, the Packers had two penalties, two. Right, and just so two. did and right. Well, and the Ra- and the uh, Raiders had three, uh, which only led to a thirteen. And I feel like. And so here, wait. Here's the only other thing. The only other time in the Sean Payton era where they've given up more than where they they've the differential has been more than 200 yards was last year when it was like 300 and something like, so my point is, is like, uh, but if you can, if you count 2019 and now the start of the 2020 season, they've given up negative 500 yards in penalties. And I feel like the one that really killed, the one that really killed me was, well, the, the Malcolm Jenkins one the horse collar was the one of the worst calls I've ever seen. I mean, that, that was Tommy Lee Lewis bad. But uh, the one that killed me was the Marcus Williams. Like, it, the ball was uncatchable, and he probably should have gotten away with it. Uh, just because, you know. It was I felt like the guy for Green Bay did a little acting, too. Like, he didn't hit him that hard. But, like, but why blow the guy up? Like, yeah, he didn't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he did. I think the guy for Green Bay did a little acting. I think Marcus Williams is really, really stupid for doing that. Really stupid. But but here's the here's the thing too, though, that I was thinking about today, Dave, is the Saints referees are now going to go into the games thinking the Saints are the most penalized team on earth. So it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. They know the Saints get a shit ton of penalties, so they expect to throw a bunch of flags, so they will throw a bunch of flags. That makes me nervous to hear you say that, actually, because that definitely was starting to happen with Brandon Brown, like where their reputation kind of preceded them, and refs were looking for it. It's like, oh, Brandon Brown is fucking grabbing a handful of jersey every chance he gets. I'm looking for it. And then you don't get the benefit of the doubt when you're when you're labeled a undisciplined team that's trying to get away with being handsy and you don't have respect for being good. You you you, you develop that reputation. We saw that with that Robert Robert Ryan. Well, I mean the secondary's fixed because Ken Crawley, aka Billy Bando, is back. He is back. I reached out to him. I, I asked where he was on the Twitters. No, no one responded, but I'm sure Billy Bando will be back. Dave, do you feel the comfort that Ken Crawley is now back at his home and he can rejoin this secondary shortly? Do I feel a comfort? Jesus Christ. I've never been more scared than I was when I read that story. I, it's the opposite of, of, uh, of being comfortable. Jesus. Shit has gotten serious. The shit has hit the fan. It's kind of real. Situation. <laughs> the, Saints, the Saints feel so bad about their secondary that we're one step closer to Ken Crawley seeing the field. Think about that for a second. 
How do you think that conversation went? Sean Payton is like, Loomis, Mickey, get me Crawley. Mickey, things are dark. We need Ken Crawley. Mick, Mickey was probably like, hey, get Sean tested again. I think he's got the wrong. He's probably running like 108 fever. He's he's delusional. He's hallucinating. It's going wrong. But I, I, this is this is probably my worst take of all. But I, I kind of like Ken Crawley. And, and you've had a lot of bad takes too. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, you know, Crawley. First of all, he remember he's a UDFA, so you gotta take take you know take him for what he is. The dude was a starter for a while, and there was probably like a seven-game stretch there where a non-zero part of Twitter, Saints Twitter, was calling him a top-20 corner in the league. You know? You remember those days? Yeah, I remember. I remember those days. I remember those days where they were like, Ken Crawley shut down Julio. Um, They said that... um, uh, I'm drawing a blank. They said they said uh, Patrick Robinson was going to be good. They said um, they had all kinds of hot takes. They were, but, but the I, thing I, is, we were just so desperate for we were just so desperate for corners that we wanted it. We wanted to believe, you know. Yeah. Anyway, my point with Ken Crawley is it, it, he he's not Browner or Jason David, in in the sense that he's always been trash every single game. He's he's actually had decent moments as a saint. Ken Crawley had the unique skill to be in the right position to make a play and then have the most uncanny ability not to locate the ball. Like, remember the remember the Giants game when he first started playing like they threw it and he's like right there to make the pick and he and he can't. Like he's done that like it feels like a dozen times with the Saints. Like you know, that so that's why he's so frustrated because he's not like Browner where you hate him. It's like he can make them. No, it's a touchdown. You know, it's like it's like it's a giant. It's it's a giant like T's are almost there, but it's hard. It's hard, Dave, because they lost. But Alvin Kamara, like I was that performance last night. It's the best performance of his career. But where does it rank? in like the greatest running back games we've seen out of a saint in the last five, six, seven years, five, six, seven years. It's probably up there. Uh, you know, I, I always like to go back to the Pierre Thomas, uh, hundred yards receiving hundred yards catching in Chicago against the game. bears. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, against his home t- in his hometown. Uh, Sproles so. in the playoff game against San Francisco was pretty great. Reggie Bush against the Cardinals. Yeah, Reggie playoff. Bush against the- that's a, that's a long 2009 is a long time ago though, Juge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you you qualified it by saying six or seven years, so we took a lot of I those mean, uh, out of the running. Take Kamara's uh, entire rookie season, pretty much. I mean, his Washington that's game that's was pretty amazing in 2017 when they made the comeback. But I mean, it's just it's it's just amazing. Though. I mean, he he really you said it yesterday. I mean, he he like levitates. He's just he can walk on water. He just it's unbelievable how he sheds blocks. How he's able to do it. I mean, a, a, a lot of it is he's a he's very smart and he is a very patient runner. And you can see it on that one run. He's he's not going full speed. He's he works smarter, not harder. He he he'll slow down. He'll wait for his block. He'll try to get the his lineman or whoever his downfield blocker to set it up, um, so he doesn't have to be going. I wanted to spend half this podcast talking about that play. Like that's the thing that pisses me off about this loss is uh, that play was so awesome, and Eric McCoy has that ridiculous effort, hustle, mm-hmm. and block, and Marquez Callaway and Josh Hill all throw ridiculous blocks. Kamara breaks like six tackles and like I was so jacked up when he got in the end zone on that play and the only guy that caught up to him and finally tackles him is the big fat guy I don't know he's like 50 yards downfield <laughs> and he just kind of like bear hugs him into the end zone but uh that that play was like seriously he's just got incredible play that man his money they did it that's gotta, worth it that's gotta be a, a top 
two Camara play in his in his career, right? He had a great one against Seattle, right? Didn't he have a great yeah. one against Seattle? Yeah, he did. He, did. he had the he had the he had the play against Washington where he like bobbled it and went in for the touchdown. Then he had the two point conversion to tie. Um, the the thing is with him, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 
30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Um, Andrew, and it, it drove me it drove me bonkers, and it gives me a chance to play this soundbite um, from Mora, and it make actually makes sense. You got to block people on a screen. Shitty gets the ball out there, and two guys, big old animals, nail his ass. Shit. I'm talking about the third down play where they run the tunnel screen, and like eight Packers just pile on him. Like, I, can we just throw it to the sticks? <laughs> like when it's third and three, I know Breeze, you know, doesn't have an arm and you know can't can't throw. But can can, can we just do like a four yard out route? You know, can we just throw it to the sticks? That would be nice. Next time, yeah. yeah. If Dave, if if back to the defense for just a second. If if Cam Jordan is not oh, what really. He, <laughs> yeah, if he's not, if Cam Jordan is not what he has been, is this defense sunk because they won't have a pass rush? Uh, yeah, uh, you know. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe that's why. Maybe they weren't worried about a Marcus Davenport injury when they were going so hard after Clowney. Maybe they were worried about a Cam Jordan injury. Man, this is all play the X Files music, man. I think I might have <laughs> accidentally stumbled. Uh, on a conspiracy here. Cam Jordan, you're a Cam Jordan truther. I think I just started the whole fucking movement. <laughs> I think you're right. I love it. You know me. Let's go deep in the weeds. My theory was don't pay attention to what they say. Pay attention to what they do. So I'm open to your theory, Dave. My theory, my theory was more general is they just didn't believe in the pass rush. But I like your theory. It wasn't about Davenport. It wasn't about the pass rush in general. It was about Cam Jordan not being able to walk. I already mentioned this on one of our uh, daily shows, but I got to say it again because it's so good, Dave. Uh, there was a tweet. I can't remember who tweeted this, but it was so I was really mad that I didn't come up with it because it was so on brand for our podcast. But it was the tweet was, I can't wait for Davenport to come back because Trey Hendrickson really needs a lot of help on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? I said, they had somebody today, they were yelling at me, and they are like, Davenport's never going to be good. He was a waste of two first-round picks. And I'm like, no. Here's what's going to happen. In 2021, Davenport's going to have 18 and a half sacks. Loomis will pay him $125 million, and then he'll go back to being injured. Wait, who's Davenport? Who Davenport? Oh, yeah, two firsts. Sorry, my bad. Oh, 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 two firsts. First. Two firsts, yeah. Well, two firsts is going to have 18 and a half sacks next year. For a second there, because I thought you called him something else. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Davin something. No, 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 no. Two first. My, my apologies. You know me. I'm not good with names. That's his mafia name. That's his Italian mafia name. Mikey, Mikey two first. Mikey two first. Mikey, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. What what could he say? I'm gonna. I'm gonna go get the papers. Get the papers. Just get the papers. We were watching Goodfellas the other day. Um. So. Uh, Dave, do we do we need to get to the hotline yet? Uh, I don't know. The uh, you know we stopped talking about hockey ever since my Islanders are out. But Tampa Bay is Not the hockey. team that beat the Tampa Bay, the team that beat my Islanders. Tampa Bay is uh, two and a half minutes away from winning the Stanley Cup, and I think this is going to be a really awkward moment because are they going to like traditionally skate around with no fans? With the Stanley Cup, <laughs> they just skate around the ring and no one's there. <laughs> No, I wasn't talking about hockey. I was talking about the hotline, your baby. I, I know, I know. All right. I just had that in. Uh, All right. This, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I, yeah, let's 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 get to it. But if, if you, I mean, if you want to once again just take the time to. Well, you uh, know the number by heart. I don't. So you tell the people. You you have the number behind you. I can't see it. But well, tell the people. Hold on. Before you, got, before you guys do this, I just want to throw one more Cam Jordan uh, conspiracy theory out there. Um. So Jason Champagne in, in the chat is saying that uh, Jordan's not getting sufficient leverage at the line of scrimmage. You can see him getting stood up play after play this year. I will point out, I have noticed that Cam Jordan is standing up off the edge a lot more as opposed to being in a stance. I've noticed that, and it just feels weird because in the past he's always been in a stance. 
So I'm wondering if he has some lower back issues. Oh boy, here we go. We just started a rumor. I think I just cracked the case. <laughs> rumor mongering is fun. <laughs> Alright. Me in the shower? This is it. Alright. Bullet rips off part of your head. <laughs> so are we uh, are we alright put it in your phone 210 put it in your phone now so you have it if you whenever you're ready to call usually after a game after a big win after a loss after a crazy people movie. were firing off hot takes before the game even ended yesterday the the hotline is is it's molten lava spewing out of it from so many hot takes. I had uh, we had so we had so many the, the first week we did it I, I like use basically all of them. This week I only used like a third of them. Like we had That means you got to bring it. That means, that means Yeah, you got to bring it to to get in. Yeah, you want to you want to get on the show. We need the hottest fire you can spit, okay? We need cursing. Yeah. We need, uh, we need. We got cursing talk. tonight, boy. <laughs> making fun of, of Ralph, Ralph's arm, making just fun of me in general. Well, I don't know what you could make fun of me about, but uh, I don't know, making fun of Ra uh, Andrews, K Swiss apparel. I mean, whatever you, whatever you need to make fun of, just fire. Yeah. Spit it. Fire. So this is the uh, this this is the hotline for uh, week three. It's time for this week's Hottest Takes from the Saints Happy Hour Hotline. As we've learned with anything in 2020, it's all just a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> so fuck it. Uh, that's it. That's, that's, that's the voicemail. That's it. That's it. Play me on the show. Uh, don't play me on the show. I don't give a fuck. Hey, uh, this is Lewis. This is going to be pretty short. I've had a little time to digest this damn game. Uh, and you know what's really pissing me off? How the fuck do we waste one of the best highlights of Kamara's career in this goddamn loss? I mean, that run's going to be shown at his Hall of Fame induction ceremony, and we're just going to be sitting around going, fuck, that was a goddamn Green Bay game where we couldn't start a, stop a wet fucking fart with our defense. Oh, fuck the referees, too. Out. Guys, yes. pain, pain. Every week, every week this occurs, I go back to 2018, and I get more mad at the refs retroactively. Pain. Let's go. Come on, Saints. Two and two. Come on. Let's that sounds kind of desperate. Week. Hey, y'all. Uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, and I really think that we need to start posing the question of um, and cue the, uh, the sci-fi X-Files music. Do the Saints fucking hate us? Do they fucking hate us? Why do they keep just edging us on, just doing all this bullshit, enlisting all these fucking players, signing Emmanuel Sanders, signing Jared Cook, if they're not even going to fucking use them. Why even Why even go through this song and dance? I would much rather just be a regular 0-16 and 16 team, like, a fuck, like the fucking Detroit Lions, as opposed to just dancing around and doing this fucking song and game for fucking 16 weeks. I'm sick and tired of this shit. It's just ridiculous. All right, Dave, you fucking wanted a rant. God damn it. Fucking stop bugging me about this shit and putting the damn phone number in every single fucking group. Here's your rant. Stop fucking penalties. Fucking penalties. Cover the fucking flat. Fucking cover the fucking flat and stop fucking making penalties. And why the fuck do we have to have Mr. Glass on offense on his feet and Mr. Glass on fucking defense Davenport? They're always fucking injured. They fucking break at the head drop of a hat. Stop it. Stop fucking covering. Cover the fucking flat. Stop fucking penalties. Third down and forever. Drew Brees doesn't even throw the ball to the line of scrimmage, but he throws it to Alvin Kamara. And Kamara does Kamara thing. Touchdown, Kamara. He makes everybody miss. He's all we need is Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. I think that one came in, like, right after the touchdown. I was... I mean, I, I gotta say, I, I I disagree. We need, we do need a little bit more than Alvin Kamara. Apparently, uh, it's not enough. Well, uh, you know, I, I do, I do like the comment from uh, Terro Reek. He says, uh, "Did uh, did Cam Jordan hurt his back after carrying the defense for so many years?" Yeah, nice. I think that's right. 
nice I mean, I mean, from 2014 through 2016, we had a running joke on this podcast. Whenever the Saints, whoever the Saints played, it was, well, they'll as long as they can block Cam Jordan, they'll be fine. And they had like they would have like three, four weeks a year, right, where a team like the Colts remember when they had Andrew Luck, but they didn't have an offensive line where Cam Jordan had like three and a half sacks and two batted balls, and we'd be like, yeah, they couldn't block them, so the Saints defense looked average. Wasn't it amazing? Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, Andrew, are we back to the defense being? You, what is your thing? Uh, um, a punt, a punt feels like a turnover. And when you're on offense, you mean? Yeah. If you punt, if you punt it's a turnover. If you kick a field goal, that's a punt. <laughs> are we that? Are we are we there yet? That was the dark times of 2014, 2015. Are we there? No, I don't think so. Uh, first of all, the run defense is still really good. So that that's. Through three weeks, that's held up pretty well overall. So uh, that that's been maybe the one area that you feel okay about. Pass rush, pass rush hasn't been inept. It's just kind of come and gone. You know, like they had three sacks in the first quarter against the Raiders. Uh, they got to Brady a couple times. So I, I would not. I mean, Hendrickson had has had his moments. So I would not say the pass rush is completely devoid of existence it's just it's just disappears for long stretches and then the secondary like to me it's more about discipline and penalties than it is about straight up getting beat i mean they've definitely gotten straight up beat several times but i i maintain that if they just get a little bit more discipline that's going to go a long way so i'm not panicking at all the thing, the thing I'm worried about, and I, we were, I was telling you this off, uh, off podcast or off air, Ralph. But I just think this is a must win against the Lions. They have to win this game, and I don't really care how they do it because the thing is, like all this stuff, it's fixable. Gap discipline, uh, penalties, uh, staying in your lane, not not over pursuing on on a play action. Those are all coachable items. That is not talent issues. So I I believe they can fix this. But the thing is, like, it's one thing when you're trying to fix these issues when you're three and zero or you're two and one. When you're one and two, if you lose and you're one and three, we've seen that movie. You know, they they fight their ass off to get back to four and four, and then they lose some steam and they finish seven and nine. So. They've got to win on Sunday, and I, I don't really care if they look terrible doing it. Like, they can always fix this down the road, and they'll be okay, but they've got to find a w- way to win Sunday and be 2-2. Two and two. And I, So I, I don't really care how they do it. I don't care if they look great, but, like, we're at the point in the season where, like, you can't get behind the eight ball in terms of your record. So if you want to have hope that they're going to play meaningful games later in the season, they, they you got to find a way to you can't you can't have one in three quarters you know you just can't um so we got we got some questions before we get to predictions and by the way because of all the technical issues and panic that I've had tonight uh October 1st is the last day to get your 10% discount do it we had a bunch of people do it today you get 10% off for the if you sign up annually that's a free month and you get the booze bundle that's like two free months and oh by the way in spite of the post office and the coronavirus crippling america the our booze bundle is making it worldwide monadula got it uh i don't want to butcher his name but another guy i think bart in the netherlands he got it like like we ship worldwide you'll get your booze bundle and monadula he got the buford jordan card so yeah, sign up. That was, that was clutch. So, do you have a Jim Mora clip to play right now for that? Uh, I think what? Horseshit ball carrying? <laughs> Horseshit ball carrying, I know that. Horseshit. Um, so yeah, just like sign up and get your 10% off. You're, you become annual. You save a ton of money. It's amazing. You should do it. October 1st is the final day to get the big, juicy 10% discount. Um, so we got questions in in the uh, in the Discord channel. Which, if you're a patron, by the way, get yourself in the Discord channel already. It's amazing. We are having so much fun. Oh, and I got this. I got this from uh, from the Discord channel from Sam Adams. He his 
he was at a restaurant and he was explaining uh, Sean Payton worry about your meat to his son and his daughter broke out in song. You worry So, thanks for that, Sam. We appreciate it. He sent me that. So, question. This music, is f music. Oh yeah, yeah. God, I'm I'm completely uh completely off the. Don't forget the round. Don't forget the round stuff. Particularly horrendous tonight. It is. Just like my audio. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I don't know if it's that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Andrew, this is from uh, Bud Light Matt. Uh, how pro Saints should draft a quarterback would you say you are? Uh, next, this offseason? Yeah. I mean, I think Drew's retiring, so. I don't know what pick we're going to have, and I don't know who'd be available. You know, that, that's always part of the quotient there is, do you have some guy fall into your lap that's an amazing talent and he's a, a corner, right, if we're going to trade Lattimore or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, I, 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 would, I mean, I, 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 I'm still un, uncertain about Taysom Hill. And I don't know what's going to happen with James, so I would absolutely be. Even if we were to keep both, honestly – next season I'd still be interested in drafting a guy this is from Bob why hasn't Dan Quinn been fired yet Dave. what is taking so long wait why do <laughs> we, wait, we, wait 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 we want this to happen no I it's, mean it's fucking inevitable I mean, I mean if you don't if you don't follow Bomani Jones on Twitter go to his feed he has a rant today making fun of the Falcon fans that is just pick, pitch perfect. It Why is, is a making fun of Falcons fa fans because he used no he makes fun of them because he's like I used to be a Falcon fan but I wised up and quit that narcotic. Join me. Why do you keep rooting for this train wreck? Your life will be better if you walk away. And he said, even if you can't walk away, admire me for being a better person than you for having the strength to walk away from that train wreck. It's just amazing, so check it out. Well, there are a lot of people in this country that are dealing with uh, uh, drug and alcohol abuse. Uh, I think it's pretty much the same thing. You can't just walk away. It's, uh, it's a very difficult thing, uh, so... Why would I walk with alcohol? Is like one of the top three best things in my life. I was gonna say, Ralph, what are you drinking? Did you? Uh, I have a big boy beer. I have the Dream Sickle. The Dream Sickle. Wait, that's, that's not a. Wait, that's not, wait, yeah. Whoa, whoa. I should have never said. I, I, I never said it's a big boy beer. I just in in relation to all the other stuff you were drinking, it was a better option. Okay, that's all I said. And it's you, still you, called a Dream Sickle. <laughs> yeah, you just took that yeah. and ran with it. Uh, we can't hear you. You muted yourself. Yeah. Ralph, it was that or Bud Light Lime. Ralph, have you tasted the uh, Have you tasted the wit beer from uh, Nick yet? I haven't gotten it. I don't think. I don't think he's sending any of it. Yeah. Because I, I, Nick, understood that it would be wasted. Wasted on, on, on me. On the basic. I confused. Well, you're not uh, getting any of mine. That's for sure. I'm drinking all of mine. Well, uh, this is the last one. This is a um. This is a quite. This is a question from Nell Chandler in the in the Discord. Uh, when betting on the Saints, how much do you spot the opposing team because of the bad refs? I try not to. I try not to bet on the Saints, honestly. <laughs> well, I'm still in the suicide league because you guys convinced me in the Discord to bet on the Packers, so I did it. As an offering to the gods, so that the same didn't work. You guys told me that's what it's going to take. Didn't work. I, yeah. I um, I am. The Saints this week in Survivor. I guess I got to do that. I maybe. I'm I'm perfect. It's a rare thing. I'm perfect in the Survivor pool because I'm just riding the Jets. I am riding the Jets until they buck me. That is just. They are just an abom. The Jets could play LSU, and I would probably take LSU at this point. Like the Jets are just an embarrassment. Um, ooh, this is a tough one, Dave. 
This is from Saints Rabbit. How many more losses will it take for you to break out the paper bag? Ralph, you said next week if, if the Saints I mean lose it, to the Lions. Maybe I might. I might. Um, so that's that's you. Uh, me, look, this is. I, I think worst case scenario, this is a seven and nine team. Uh, you know, when we go back to the, you know, the 2013 or 2014, 2015 years, 2016 years. Uh, but at the same time, best case scenario, I feel like it's a nine and seventeen, maybe a, a ten and sixteen if we pull our shit together. We have to play the Chiefs, uh, Jesus Christ. Um, so, uh, but I, this is, I'm, we're, we're fine. We're, we're fine. We're okay. We're okay. <laughs> we're going to be okay. We're going to be. You know, one thing we haven't talked about yet is that I, I just want to point out a big factor in this game was Aaron Rodgers' hard count and having no fans at that game. He, he just can't pull that stunt. With fans being really loud. Yeah. You know, so, we also uh, never we also never talked about Demario Davis. We like to say nice things about Demario Davis, but uh, have we not given Demario Davis a pass on jumping offsides twice on that uh, hard count? That was uh, that was a rookie move there. That was amateur. That was he, he, well, it was him once, and it was Cam Jordan the other time. Yeah, I Funny mean, because yeah, Cam Jordan's got that injury. Play the music. Play the uh, next yeah, one. lower back. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, Cam Jordan's got a lower back injury. Tell your friends. Do I have the injury music? I don't think I have the injury music on the board yeah, we, anymore. We need to get in the we need to get in the Discord and run this by Balky, our resident doctor, Saints team doctor in the Discord, so he can pontificate. So he can opine. So I I gotta find the Saints uh, Lions odds. Does anybody know the spread on the game? I had. I, Last I heard, it was three and a half. Lions or Saints? Saints. No, let me look. Oh, I see it. I Are spree- we going to Detroit or is it home? This is the weird thing about this, this whole, this whole pandemic it, thing. I have, no, I, I have no idea whether it's a home game or an away game. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to go to the game if it's home, and I don't think that they have an advantage by playing it away other than the traveling. Uh, I mean, this is it's kind of fun to not have actually, to look at Actually, the spread I'm looking at right here says Saints five and a half. Woo! So Andrew against Green Bay for crying out loud. So they're definitely gonna have a bigger. They're gonna be who, favored by more against the Lions. Andrew, who you got? The, the Lions, they have no pass rush. They're they're bottom. They're bot. They're like twenty-one in points and like twenty-six in points allowed. The one thing though, Matt Stafford usually carves up the Saints, but he doesn't have Golden Tate to to, to roast the Saints anymore. All Golden Tate, all time Saints kill. Oh, dude. First ballot Hall of fucking Famer. Yeah. But uh, so Andrew, who you got? Saints Lions. Saints five and a half. I'm gonna pick the Saints to lose. I I I went on a ridiculous run last year where I picked the Saints to lose like eight weeks in a row, and they went eight and zero on that stretch. I don't I don't know if you remember yeah, me that doing that because, last year. That was because the Saints were just a good football team. It had nothing to do with you picking against them. Yeah. I don't so, know all right. So, if 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 I'm, uh, I'm picking the Lions, I'm picking the Lions. Uh, Thirty-eight to thirty-one. I think it'll be similar to the Packers game. Breeze will look good, but uh, the secondary, man. I mean, they're they're gonna give up five hundred yards to Stafford. God, I hate to hear that. I hate to hear that. And Marshawn Lattimore is gonna be benched in this game. He will be the dog of the game. Whew. Uh, Dave, I'm gonna let you go last. This is I, like a reverse jinx thing. I, I, I got know, trying this out. Trying to uh, yeah, I got I got the Saints 34 to 13. The Lions are gonna be what cures the Saints. They're gonna have they're gonna get turnovers. They're gonna pressure Stafford. He's gonna make some picks. They're gonna they're gonna play great. Um, and for uh, hey, bring him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. My star of the day for the Saints, Emmanuel Sanders. He had a first date on Sunday night with Breeze. They're going to take it to the next level on Sunday afternoon. 
They're going to go to like the zoo. Maybe Emmanuel Sanders will stay over the night. He's going to have six catches, a buck 25, and a score. It's the Saints 34 to 13. The zoo. They go to the zoo. It's like a nice. It's a good. It's a good second date. You go to the zoo. You walk around. You hold hands, maybe. Look you at know. the flamingos. Yeah, you look at the flamingos. You 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 pretend like the flamingos don't smell like a sewer. <laughs> so, um, so it's good. It'd be a good second date. So, Dave, who do you got? Saints Lions. Uh, well, I'm with you. I, I think this will be a get right game. Uh, I think that uh, I, I think every, all phases are going to look a lot better, and it's at least temporarily going to uh, give us hope and uh, put us back on cloud nine for a little bit. Um, you know, it's away, but it's in a dome and no fans, so whatever. Uh, I, I think uh, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say even more. I'm gonna say uh, Lions ten, Saints thirty seven, uh, and I'll say. Uh, How does Cam Jordan? Play? They want to bring him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. Cam, <laughs> Cam Jordan. Uh, he no sacks. No, I mean you know he's got the he's got that back injury. The lower back. He needs the epidural. Yeah. 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 So uh, I'm not expecting much from him. I mean, they'll throw him out there just as a as a <laughs> as a distraction or whatever, just to make you know make sure keep other keep the offense uh, uh, respecting him. But uh, he's really not going to be effective. Um, I'll say my uh, my player of the game. Let's have Drew Brees. I think Drew Brees is going to have, and it might be maybe his last one ever in, in his, the history of his career. He's going to have uh, he's going to have like a 400 yard. Uh, Three touchdown, four touchdown game. Uh, I hope like so. That would be great uh, if you would by do. The way, by the way, I'm looking at uh, the YouTube right now. We have six six likes and one dislike. Somebody went in there. Said <laughs> dislike. I hope do. I hope Drew Brees throws for 400 yards and goes, "Hey, Bill Barnwell, a dot that motherfucker." For the air. Don't forget to subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Andrew spent like five whole minutes doing that YouTube subscribe video, and I added the logo to it. So we work really. Subscribe helps us. Yeah, it subscribes. We want to monetize the channel to give money to Lake Charles, but we can't monetize the channel until we get to a thousand followers. We're at like eight. It doesn't do anything to you. You, Like maybe you'll see more suggestions from us or something but you like us anyway so just please yeah and all you have to do is subscribe and then if you don't i mean we only post one one thing on youtube a week so it isn't like you're going to get nine thousand notifications that we're posting nine thousand even says in the chat that the dislike must be bill uh vinovich fuck fuck that guy um so listen guys thanks for uh hanging out with us uh it's not over yet. They're, they're they're one and two. It's it's gonna be all right. It's gonna it's gonna be all right. Uh, and once again, sign up to be an annual patron. You get ten percent off if you do it before before October first. Current patrons, you can sign up and get the ten percent off too. Do it. It's an amazing deal. Do it before October first, and we'll get you your booze bundle shipped to you. So for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, who's MIA. I'm Ralph. Until next week, the bar is closed.